It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. 600 KCOL. Brothers and sisters, we've all turned up the radio to hear Brother Jimmy, Jimmy Lakin, from coast to coast and shore to shore. Now raise your voice, hold it a song, Jimmy Lakin, get out of bed, Jimmy Lakin, raise your voice, Jimmy Lakin. on now on 600 KCOL. Yeah, I almost said it. Well, I should have just said it. The, the, the Thompson School District has figured it out. They're getting rid of the names of Warriors uh, and the mascots, the Indian and the Warrior mascots at Loveland High School and Bill Reed Middle School. Uh, the Thompson School District Board uh, had some people that were really on the war path, and they came in and took their scalps. <laughs> That's what I. That's what I really wanted to say, and I'm just going to say it. Uh, Carla Fredericks on the warpath, law professor at the University of Colorado in Boulder. Uh, she played a major role in the removing of uh, these mascots from the school district there, and uh, the school district caved to the pressure. Other school districts actually had the cojones and cur- uh, the, 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 the 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 cranium uh, to go out and uh, get approval from the tribes and make it a, a tribute to the tribes as it should be. And uh, but nevertheless, a, a scalp has been had in the Thompson School District because uh, cowards uh, evidently serve on the Thompson School District Board and they voted unanimously last night to remove the Indian mascot again from Loveland High School and the Warriors from the Bill Reed Middle School. Uh, Your thoughts on that if you're an attendee or a student or a parent or an alum of either of those schools or just a a person that observes what's happening on around us, uh, your thoughts on these groups that go on the warpath and get the scalp. That's that's the question. 866-888-5449. 866-888-5449. Love to hear from you again. Loveland High School, Bill Reed Middle School. Uh, But if if, if you've attended uh, or maybe if you've attended or you were offended by these mascots, I'd always love to get the perspective of other folks on this thing. All right. I told you I told you I'd do this in the last uh, matter of fact, I'm just going to do it. Go back to last hour. I said, when I come back from break, I'm going to tell you that there's going to be a uh, scientist in the Netherlands have found out that there's a way to live long if you want to live longer. And I never got to the story. And uh, I was hoping you would live longer with curiosity, but that's not the answer. So anyway, you've been curious this whole time. Scientists have found a direct connection between the amount of money that people give away and how long they live. They believe it's because generous people build better social connections and make them healthier, happier, and live longer. Here's the key to long, healthy, happy life, according to it, is uh, give away your money. Researchers at the University of Groningen in the Netherlands found a direct connection between the amount of money that people give away as to how long they live. They found that France and Japan have the longest life expectancy and the highest number of average personal money transfers. People in those countries share an average of almost 70% of their lifetime income. Hmm. 
and they have a mortality rates that are much lower than China or Turkey. Uh, people there will have transfers or share about 44 to 48% of their lifetime income. Now, isn't that interesting? We're talking about France and Japan who live in freedom and China and Turkey who are pretty much very oppressive governments for the most part, oppressive cultures. Uh, they have a shorter lifespan. So it may be not the generosity. It could just be the governments on which they live. But nevertheless, we'll go with the study from the University of Netherlands. Uh, so you don't have to give money to strangers or charity for this, helping your kids out, other family members counted in the research. And they say sharing is probably the strength of the social connectedness. In other words, by being generous, it gives you stronger connections and make you happier and healthier. And so you live longer. So just in case you're looking to transfer any money today, give me a call. 866-888-5449. And we can work something out. We, we surely, surely can. I've got this other story here. And um, I, I'm always amazed at just what, well, I'm always amazed at science. Let's just leave it at that. The University of Colorado at Boulder has announced on Monday night that they've been testing the wastewater at the residence halls. So the kids flush or shower or use the sinks and the water goes down the pipes and they're testing the wastewater coming out of four residence hall of residence halls. And in four separate residence halls at the University of Colorado in the wastewater, they have detected the presence of the booger cootie virus, COVID-19. Staff and students living and working in those locations have now been told they have to get tested because the wastewater has the COVID-19. And I remember last week there was a story that in China, they think that the, the COVID-19 had climbed up the pipes because um, they found it in, a, in an upstairs, to in a vacant apartment. They tested the toilet water and said the COVID-19 virus was in that, but nobody had ever lived in that apartment for a long time. But everybody downstairs in an apartment below had had the COVID-19. And the scientists were telling us last week that from China, if you can believe anything the communist Chinese say, uh, that the COVID-19 had climbed up the pipes and had now infected the apartment ahead uh, above it, but nobody lived in that apartment. And so I'm worried that if the communist Chinese are right that uh, there could be a whole bunch of um, people might need to wear uh, a mask on their posterior that you may have to wear a mask over your bottom is so that the when you go to the toilet you don't get I don't I it just I, I it's in the wastewater you it, the Chinese said it can climb up toilet pipes that's all I'm saying uh, the university is encouraging student staff who were not tested for COVID-19 earlier the week to get tested on Thursday morning yesterday to this morning if they hadn't already been tested uh, based on testing and contract to contact tracing and the prevalence of positive COVID-19 cases the university says is now going to work with its public health partners to make a decision about isolation or quarantine as necessary. But it's in the wastewater at four University of Colorado dormitories. And they don't call them, notice they call them residence halls now, they don't call them dormitories. See, I, I must be outdated on my language. We have this other ongoing question, and the chat room is trying to figure it out. They're all asking their wives here this morning. Nancy Pelosi gets in trouble for a, she goes and gets a blowout. That's what they're saying. She went to have her hair blown out. And from what we can tell, and, and gentlemen, we're kind of at a loss. The chat room's all opinionated about this. It seems as if a blowout is the modern day style and set that grandma used to go to the beauty parlor 
another word from the past we don't use anymore. Uh, and she'd go to the beauty parlor on a Friday and get, or maybe a Saturday, and she'd get her hair washed and uh, blow dried. Maybe not cut, maybe not colored. She's proud of that grace, you know, that 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 salt and pepper look. But she'd get all styled up, uh, hair sprayed up with enormous amounts of Aquanet or some other kind of hairspray. And then if she was really good, she'd sleep very careful that night so she could make it to church on Sunday with her hair in its best form. And ladies, we're trying to fig- figure this out. It's all men commenting right now. And that's weird. 866-888-5449. Nancy Pelosi got the blowout. And we're just asking the question, is the blowout the same as the is the old-fashioned style and set? And how much does a blowout cost you? And since it's not uh, any cutting or chemicals, uh, with the blowout, why did Nancy have to go to Salon and break all the laws and the rules and the edicts about COVID-19? Uh, couldn't she have had that done somewhere else? I mean, she probably has a sink somewhere large enough that they could have uh, dumped her over the sink and squirted her down and washed her hair up and uh, sat her down in a chair and uh, with a comb and a brush and a pick or whatever she had to use in some Aquanet and could have styled her up. I'm guessing that could have happened. 866-888-5449. Ladies, uh, help me understand what the blowout is. It seems as if that's a whole lot of trouble for, um, uh, for to, to break edicts. And you, I mean, I haven't had a blowout in a long time. That's very, um, yeah, very strange. 866-888-5449. Uh, speaking of wastewater and speaking of COVID-19 cases, the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment said there is an outbreak of COVID-19. At the Top Golf in Thornton, according to the newest outbreak, there are three confirmed positive cases with 18 probable cases. Uh, the Top Golf location in Centennial has reported three positive COVID-19 cases. The Top Golf website says even with our significant health and safety measures, an inherent risk of exposure to COVID-19 exists when visiting any public space, and that's why we're also asking for your help so we can play safely at Top Golf together. Be sure to wear your face covering when entering the venue until you reach your outdoor hitting bay. Adhere to social distancing guidelines, and most importantly, save your swing for another time if you've tested positive for COVID-19 and are otherwise feeling sick. So Top Golf reopened on june the 15th and i've been there a couple of times since then taking my son and his friends and uh, they got 21 probable cases of covid 19 21 probable cases three are confirmed they've had three people i guess i would guess these are employees uh, that might have had it and uh, so now they say but there's 21 positive uh, probable cases all right if you want to jump in here, 866-888-5449 uh, the the gentlemen say do, do men have anything equivalent to getting a blowout Good. I'm thinking maybe a shape. I'm just men go in and we get our haircut and and that's it. But ladies have all these other things that they seem to um, uh, be able to access there. A blowout. Nancy Pelosi got a blowout, and it's 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 very very interesting that uh, I think it is. It's the modern day style and set. That's exactly what it is. Grandma used to go get her style and set, and it was always about getting to church on Sunday. You have to have pretty pretty hair. All right, what else do I have here in my stack of goodness here? Oh, by the way, coming up on the program, don't forget, uh, Brian Maloney is going to be from Red Wave America. Uh, he comes up in the next hour. Doug Giles is going to be on the program as well. Jay Ratliff going to be on the program. Aviation and travel expert going to get to the very bottom of it. Uh, the kind of a revolution that's happened in the travel industry this week as United Airlines announced that they're going to waive change fees and same-day uh, same day uh, changes as well, same-grade upgrade, same-day, a lot of stuff tra- changed with you. United Airlines 
Other airlines are now following suit with that. We'll talk about that with Jay Ratliff coming up on the program later on. Liz Harrington, our friend from the RNC and the Trump campaign, is going to be on the program as well. And always love to hear from you throughout the course of the program. Let's see. I've got another story here I want to get to. Uh, Governor Polis, let me, as a parent, you've got your kids in homeschool. The, the kids are sitting at home and they're, they're doing their thing and you're desperately trying to figure out how to manage their education and keep them on track and wondering how this is going to affect their college entrance exams and wondering if this is really going to prepare them for the future. Governor Jared Polis announced a private-public partnership with T-Mobile on Wednesday. Uh, T-Mobile is going to provide 34,000 students from low-income households in Colorado with free Wi-Fi hotspots and 100 gigabytes of data free per year. The Attorney General Phil Weiser, Commissioner for Education Kathy Anthes, and Senator Jeff Bridges, not that Jeff Bridges, State Senator Jeff Bridges, uh, also joined the governor at Fort Logan Northgate School and they talked about how important what they were doing was uh, uh, they said 65,000 Colorado students don't have access to internet and so they're partnering with T-Mobile to make sure they have that internet uh, very, very nice, very cozy, appreciate the effort, but I have to tell you I would much rather see a lot more effort being paid to getting people back to school and I'm wondering if uh, Jared Polis is paying attention anybody, anybody hear Joe Biden he, he made a speech yesterday and he said that he thinks the kids ought to get back to school and if he were president right now uh, he said the kids would already be back in school now he hasn't told how he's going how he would have accomplished that but he says if he were president the kids would already be back in school so jared polis uh your guy joe biden who you think is uh, fantastic according to your twitter feed and your facebook post uh you think the guy's fantastic so uh mr polis why don't you listen to Mr. Biden, and rather than focusing on the internet thing, let's focus on finding, you can do both, you can multitask, I mean, you're not doing much else, you're not uh, stopping rioting or looting, you're not uh, doing a lot of other things, except write, if you'll stop writing executive orders in a, for long enough, Mr. Polis, maybe you can find it in your heart to uh, <clears throat> find 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 some efforts and, and encourage these school districts to get the kids back in school. All right, I mentioned just a moment ago Nancy Pelosi, and yes, it's true. <coughs> I have to reach out to her. I don't know if she'll come on the radio. Uh, she's gone radio shy since she got out of radio, but my friend Melanie Morgan, uh, former, she was on KSFO for the longest time. Uh, she was on the morning show there. Uh, she's she's recruiting. She's not. She doesn't want a mob to go with her. She's recruiting 10 to 20 women. She lives in Marin County. And they're going to go this today at 2 o'clock with blow dryers and knock on the door of Nancy's, Nancy Pelosi's mansion and uh, see if they'll take them. And just knock on the door and drop them off in front of the house. And so, yes, Melanie is working on a drive of collection of blow dryers. Uh, she says, if you can come with me, let me know and I'll organize with you. Otherwise, if you want to donate your old blow dryer, I'll reimburse you. They just want a stack of blow dryers. If I were in California, I would uh, be a part of this drive right now and we would be collecting blow dryers on the radio program that we could deliver to Nancy Pelosi. So it's actually true. She's, she's delivering blow dryers there. All right. So, oh, by the way, I mentioned yesterday that I was going to, speaking of hair, I mentioned yesterday that I was going to be at my friends at Vitality CTR in the coming days, and they they do regenerative um, hair treatment. If, if you have a thinning hairline, they do for ladies and gentlemen. It's non-invasive. It's non-surgical. It's regenerative, and it's um, with platelet-rich plasma and some other things that they do. And I, yeah, I, I'm hoping maybe if, if, if Melanie has an extra blow dryer, I may need it because if I grow this 
these lovely locks like I think I'm about to on the top, then I may need a, a big blow dryer to, 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 to style and set this thing. I may need an updo. I may have to go in weekly, Delilah, and get a blowout. However, you think if I grow the hair out like I'm thinking I might be able to after going to VitalityCTR.com, I'm telling you, I, I could I could need a blow dryer myself. Mm-hmm. I could need to really shape this thing up. It's going to be it's going to be a quaff of, of gorgeousness on the top of my hair. Uh, Delilah shrugging her shoulders at me like you've lost your mind. I'm just thinking, uh, Nancy Pelosi. All right, uh, if you want to jump in, 866-888-5449, 866-888-5449. I've got a, a question for you here, my friends. Let me find it right here in my stack. And the question is this. Um, why is it that the media, and I'm going through stacks of Colorado media right now, that the phrase super spreader is never mentioned when it comes to uh, protesting, rioting, looting, all the things that happen out there. Jared Polis has never mentioned super spreading. The Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment never put out an ad on social media that says if you attended a riot or a protest or a looting. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Event. In any city, please make sure you go get tested for COVID because you might be a carrier. The Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment never ran an ad once that said if you were a part of the so-called peaceful protest that happened in Denver, or if you were part of the vandalizing of the state capitol, please, in supposed protest of the, 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 the death of George Floyd, please go get yourself tested because it's uh, you could be carrying the COVID-19 crisis. They never, ever mentioned that. Now, they do mention it was Sturgis, and I found news story after news story talking about this event at Bandemir Speedway yesterday could have been a super spreading event. And I just find it interesting that the more I look up the phrase super spreader, and I've got a couple of stacks, I printed some off, I, I bookmarked some on my computer. The more I look up the phrase super spreader or a super spreading event, it always, the media uses that phrase when it comes to a Republican or a conservative or a Trump-related event. That's when the phrase super spreading is always used. But if you look at rioting and protest and things that Jared Polis supporters or Joe Biden supporters seem to be involved in, they would never question that that could be a super spreading event. And I just find that to be very, very, very curious. All right. Yesterday I had on the program. A matter of fact, babe, babe, we got to see if we can find that interview with him. I had on the program. I, I, I had on the program yesterday, Ken Summers 
Fort Collins City Council member. And I want to read an email that I received about that. Somebody said I should apologize for that interview. I'll get to the story here in just a moment. Ray Martinez, former mayor, also called up the program and verified the concerns. Uh, let me re- I'll re- read it all. Let me see if we can find that interview from yesterday or part of it. Uh, Ken Summers, city council member, uh, on the program with me yesterday. And uh, I find it interesting. Somebody messaged me and said I should. Well, they said I was wrong. 866-888-5449. Got an opinion? Call now. 866-888-5449. Welcome to the program. I got a note last night, and I want to read this to you. Then I want to go back to the interview. Um, Jimmy, I appreciated your interview yesterday with Councilman Ken Summers uh, from Fort Collins. However, I was disturbed by its implications enough that I was prompted to write you in support of his concerns and efforts. And I'll play the interview he's referring to. As a chair of the, well, I I don't need to reveal his identity. Uh, He says, I'm very familiar with the importance and value of adhering to a strict, predictable protocol for public hearings. From my personal experience in conducting public hearings, I know that on rare occasions when slight deviations are necessary and warranted, they are never well received. He said, I did not watch or attend the hearing, but I did think it was prudent to review the published council agenda before writing. After doing so, I've changed my approach to this email slightly. Under other business, the item B1, discussion or resolution in support of a new law enforcement is specifically listed. Under the hearing protocols for the planning and zoning board, uh, he says all public comment on that specific topic would not have been heard until that point in the hearing. Uh, conversely, he says it is unfortunate that members of the public who were encouraged to come and participate did not have their expectations met. However, based on my understanding of the public hearing protocol and the published agenda, I find it difficult to fault Mayor Wade Troxell for that misunderstanding. Uh, continuing to push that angle in regards to this uh, is only going to divert credible attention away from it. And maybe an apology might be even warranted. I'm not sure who wants Ken Summers to apologize. Now, listen, I had Ken Summers and then former Mayor Ray Martinez also called, and they said this was unprecedented for both of them. They did, couldn't believe it happened. Uh, he said, the more disturbing detail in what I heard this morning on the show is the fact that the proposed resolution was deferred to an ad hoc committee. That's what uh, Ken Summers says. Presumably to quietly fade away is the assumption. As long as this resolution stays in the hands of this committee, I would ask you to encourage the concerned citizens of Fort Collins to attend every council hearing and speak on the topic of publicly supporting our law enforcement until action is taken. I think the point is, why the hell does this need to go to committee? Let's just vote on it. Uh, but that's because you've got some cowards on the Fort Collins City Council uh, that might, yeah, we support the police, but we just don't want to be too public about it. So anyway, uh, here's what, again, I want to play back to this interview. I'm going to let Ken Summers in just a second explain what happened at the meeting last night. And uh, we'll play a couple, a little bit of it. I have to take a break and come back and do some more of it. So here's the setup. Ken Summers, yesterday morning on the program, what happened at last night's meeting? Yeah, I so basically what happened is as the um, as the meeting started, you know, the mayor announced that there would be uh under other business a consideration of a resolution uh regarding uh you know, public safety and support of law enforcement, the right to peacefully assemble, and that public comments would not be allowed until that time, which is a radical departure from 
pre-established protocol. Usually when a, when an item comes up, as you mentioned on Monday when we talked, this was like uh, an idea to get an idea going to, you know, it, it was not calling for a specific action or endorsement, but just saying, yeah, this is something we should do and consider doing and move forward with it. And so as a result of that, and I actually text um, former Mayor Ray Martinez, I said, have you ever been aware of public comment on other business uh, being postponed until that item is brought up? Which basically means instead of people being able to comment at 6 o'clock, they had to wait until 9.30. And so it, um, you know, certainly, you know, threw off what I anticipated and what uh, I think many others anticipated. And and to me, it uh, stifled the opportunity for people to have the, the verbal comments that normally would be anticipated with, um, you know, this sort of protocol and this kind of action. And so, uh, but the upshot, Jimmy, real quick, is... Um, we had some interesting discussion, and so basically the, the resolution, what was interesting, I guess, um, you know, we're so used to staff coming up with resolutions and then committees and council kind of saying, yeah, that's good, we'll rubber stamp it. You know, this is a resolution that, uh, that I wrote based off of a resolution that I, that um, a, a citizen, former police officer, citizen kind of you know, begin, help begin the process. And it kind of like blew their mind. They're going, well, you know, we're not used to a city council member actually putting together a resolution. I'm going, well, that's what we do. You know, <laughs> we are the, we are the, we are the policy makers. You know, we're not like just, um, you know, minions of the staff, you know, or special yeah. interest groups, which oftentimes do their own resolutions. What's interesting, we have had special interest groups, climate action groups, they do resolutions, and the council just takes those at face value for the most part. And so um, so basically this resolution has been forwarded on to our ad hoc committee that's looking can, at can, police procedures. Hold, hold, hold tight just a second. Let me take a quick break. Come back. Ken Summers, uh, city councilman uh, from Fort Collins, talking about the board meeting. And uh, I call it shenanigans. Uh, I don't know, moving the public comment period on other business to the end rather than letting it happen at the beginning. I, mm-hmm, shenanigans. I call foul. <clears throat> News Talk 600 KCOL. From Chippendale Dancer to America's favorite morning show, it's Jimmy Lakey on News Talk 600 KCOL. All right, welcome to the program. Got a letter critiquing yesterday uh, on the program. They said that I was wrong and uh, Ken Summers was wrong and Ray Martinez was wrong. Uh, said that the, re- the discussion of a resolution was listed under other business. And I don't want to get too much inside baseball at B1 uh, for law enforcement support of the Fort Collins City Council. And therefore, that was supposed to be at the end. If it was under category B2, then that would have been heard at the beginning of the hearing. A bunch of th- This is why people don't want to be involved in city politics is because people like the mayor and the city council make it so convoluted uh, that you have to have somebody that's on some other commission say, well, Jimmy, if it's B2, it goes here. If it's B1, then it goes there. And if if your category is in B1, then you have to go to the end of the damn meeting and you've got to wait till 930 at night. Why? Why should the city council say public comment as in most of the time it's always up front? 
And I have a former mayor and a city council member say this is highly unusual uh, by Mayor Wade Troxell to stick things in what this one guy says is category B1 as opposed to B2. But again, this is why people don't, uh, they find City Hall, they, may, they want it to be unaccessible to you. Do you think Wade Troxell, the mayor of uh, Fort Collins, or any mayor for that matter, for the most part in these larger cities, do you think they really want to hear from you? Do you think the Fort Collins City Council actually really wants you to show up at the City Hall and give your opinion on things? They're horrified that Ken Summers would put this resolution forward, and they're horrified that people would want to comment on it, and they really wish people like Ken Summers would shut his pie hole and not talk about supporting the police because it might make someone very upset. Uh, let me now. Ken Summers talks about this ad hoc committee. Uh, this person that wrote me says, "Well, they're not going to die there. It's just as long as you keep it going, we'll just pass the resolution, support the police." I want to. I want to play a little bit more of this interview. Uh, this was yesterday morning with City Council Member Ken Summers, and uh, Ken Summers says, "Hey, this got moved. The public comment for some reason on this category was put to the end of the meeting. It should have been put at the top of the meeting, but it was put to moved to the end, and nobody knows why." And as this person said, well, it was B2, not B1. Well, so we're not playing bingo, damn it. We're trying to hear from the public. Defend the public. Don't defend Wade Troxel. Wade Troxel should be begging to hear from the public and what they think of the police. <clears throat> anyway, I, I digress. So here we go. I'm, this is it. Here's my setup. Uh, Mr. Summers, yesterday morning, um, I want to know why a decision was made last night to, unlike other businesses up front, on the topic of police and law enforcement, why was the decision made for there to be a two to three hour wait before that comment could be had? You know, I I don't, uh, Jimmy, and it's probably something I need to uh, follow up on. And to be to be honest, and you know, actually, you know, I, I emailed my kind of rough draft of this resolution I was working on, just not to those who I thought would support it. But to those who I thought might be uh, against it, so to speak, or would be, um, you know, on the maybe other side of the political spectrum. And so I, I wasn't just narrow in terms of who I shared it with and sought feedback from. You know, what I think is important to understand is this. Bottom line, the resolution has been referred to this ad hoc committee. And when and what a resolution, you know, what when a resolution will come forward, what that resolution will look like is now to be determined. What is interesting is this, and I think this is important. You know, sometimes silence speaks volumes. And it was interesting last night that those individuals who are on this ad hoc committee, not one of them spoke up and made any comments. Uh, and certainly none that said, no, we really do support the police. They were just silent, which I thought was interesting, because these are individuals who are not necessarily uh, quiet on issues of concern. Uh, Kristen Stevens, our mayor pro tem, was the most uh, outspoken and verbose. She uh, affirmed verbally her support of the police but was very clear that a resolution like this at this time would be considered divisive. And um, what's interesting to me, my observation is this, having worked on both the state level and the local level. On the local level, it's far different than statewide policy. Uh, you know, we are kind of the board of directors. You know, the, the, the police services, there are employees. Yes, we listen to the public and we're responsive to the public, but we don't, we don't, take public 
comment at face value and use it to disparage or to have an attitude that is um, what I would describe as less than supportive of our police or even held them in suspicion. Another thing that is important is this, is that um, it's interesting as well to see what a council uh, passes resolutions on and what they verbally support. For example, I gave a list. Uh, we've passed a community trust resolution, which I kind of call a police distrust resolution. We've passed a climate crisis resolution, the southern border crisis resolution. Uh, the council has expressed uh, concern over plastic pollution, including microplastics, oil and gas encroachment into the city of Fort Collins, recognition, recognizing the occupying of native lands, uh, wow. racial justice, opposing federal s- government... I've got about 60 seconds, so real quick, and uh, again, I agree 100% that what they pass resolutions on, and yet this one gets to suck to a uh, stuck. All right, so that's uh, yesterday's interview with uh, Councilman Ken Summers, and I got critique on that. Uh, somebody saying, well, don't don't be judgy. It went to an ad hoc committee. Just keep it going. Well, the point is uh, the council is not used to a councilman, right? So they send it off to a committee because they want the committee. Uh, they're used to lobbyists and other people writing these types of, uh, uh, of resolutions that they pass, and Ken Summers just goes to a list of things that the council actually passed and didn't ship those off to committee because city staff reviewed them. And so they send off Ken Summers' law enforcement thing, hoping it can die. But, you know, maybe we need to tweak it a little bit because we can't have a city council member writing a resolution. And I'm telling you, every member of that city council on Tuesday night that uh, helped vote that thing to the ad hoc committee did not speak up in favor of it and forced the public comment to go to 930 at night when people were there ready to comment at 630. They should all be ashamed of themselves. But it proves my point that the city of Fort Collins doesn't want to hear from you. Uh, they want the city staff, and then the and then the council gets out there and rubber stamps everything, and Wade Troxel and all of them go, oh, whatever city staff says. And Ken Summers is actually bucking the system, and Ken Summers is like, I'm a city councilman, but I'll write a resolution. And all these other cowards on the council go, oh, we got to send that to a committee and maybe make sure it's okay. That's the whole point. I stand by my interview yesterday with Ken Summers. Stand by, more to come. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.